Hey everyone, before we jump into the show, I want to tell you about our merch store on Threadless. Shop a wide variety of logos with multiple colors and sizes available for each design. Your support is greatly appreciated and helps us continue to make killer content like this episode. Please visit supercoolradio.threadless.com or the link in the description to shop now. Hello everyone. I am Matthew Thomas. This is Super Cool Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in on your favorite streaming platform. I have a really great guest who I'll bring on momentarily. She was on for a season four opener at Michigan Metal Fest. She's a lead vocalist for Casket Robbery. She is Megan. Very recently, Casket Robbery released a brand new album entitled Rituals of Death. The album is amazing. If you've not checked it out, I highly recommend everybody check it out. And to give you guys a little bit of a taste of Rituals of Death, I'm going to feature one of my favorite songs off the album, and that is Return to the Sky. So before I bring on Megan, you get to hear Return to the Sky. So check it out and enjoy. Yeah. 
people should be familiar with my guest this time. She's appeared on Brutal Block, plus she was part of the season four opener at Michigan Metal Fest. Please welcome Megan, the lead vocalist for Casket Robbery. Hello. Thank you so much. Very nice to see you again. I know we, we met in Battle Creek on a uh, very uh, cold August day, cold and we rainy did. August day, but it's very nice to see you again. Nice to see you too. So I, I know we have much to discuss. Obviously, you, you guys went on tour. You guys got the new album out, new music video. But before we get to all of that, I know Casket Robbery and yourself, very uh, horror-inspired. So uh, I know it, it's November, but I've you know, it, horror is year-round for me. So what are your top three favorite horror movies? Oh, that's so hard um, <laughs> because they switch a lot, too. It's funny. We get asked this one a lot, and I recently switched it up a little bit. But I guess top three right now, we're going to go with Pumpkinhead, um, Scream, and Evil Dead. Great. Uh, horror uh, answers. I really like that. All three very, very great movies. Scream's one of my favorite, and yes. uh, Evil Dead. Uh, the I, I, so is that the original Evil Dead? I, I presume. Yeah, uh, Corey would say Evil Dead too, but um, I, I'm gonna go with the first one. I prefer the first one because yeah, the second one. The only, only knock on the second one I have is it kind of like retold the first one, but like with no context to the movie. That's yeah. my only knock for it. But, um, well, I, you know, I guess I, I didn't really have any answers prepared for me because I'm just the interviewer. But I, I will answer. Uh, I, if, I think They Live counts as some type of horror because uh, oh, yeah. uh, uh, Carpenter uh, was the, uh, the writer for it and director. So I, uh, I'm going to count They Live. Uh, I'm going to say, um, uh, let's see, uh, The Devil's Rejects by Rob yeah. Zombie. Very, very great. Very well done. And you already took Scream, so I'm not going to say that one. But I will say The Crow, even even that's more kind of comic book, sci-fi kind of thing. But I'm going to count it. It counts. It counts. Yeah. Yeah. I think well, my honorable mention is Idle Hands. So. That's a good one. Yeah. There, there, there's so many out there. That's why I, I, I was curious. That's why I started off. I, I know you guys talk about horror a lot because obviously you guys are casket robbery. So, <laughs> so now kind of going back before uh, – for you joining Casket Robbery, it's been a little over five years. Uh, so was it, was this your first band you were part of, or were you part of previous bands before? I was in a band before. Um, I was in a metalcore, like a local metalcore band um, before this in Madison uh, called Disappearance. And I did like, I don't know, I'd say pretty much like 50-50 cleans and harsh vocals. And then... Corey needed someone to fill in on the tour that was booked um, after the last vocalist left. And I kind of, he asked if I'd be interested. And I was, I was like, well, yeah, but I, I've never done like all harsh vocals. Like, I don't know if I can, you know, I don't know if that's a thing I can do and just, you know, did it and fell in love with it. So, Yeah. I was just curious. I know you've you've obviously talked about uh, you know the the origins of Casket Robbery and the name and all that stuff, but I know you were you were uh, joined the band you know uh, as a vocalist later on. Yeah. So was it more like because they originally had a male vocalist, so like yep, yep. you know switching to you know you as a female vocalist was that like part of the idea or just kind of like this is like the right place, right time for you kind of thing? I think it was right place, right time for me. Honestly. Um... 
it was like it didn't I was I was just and I still am, am doing like guttural like harsh vocals false chord vocals so that was that was it but yeah I just kind of Corey and I had done a side project a few months earlier um, called Meet Me Below. And we released one song um, off of it from the depths. And you can find it on YouTube. Um, but that was my first kind of shot at all hearts vocals in it. And we had kind of toyed with the idea of um, making a band with that. And then this kind of just happened. And I very quickly just felt at home here and this is what I was supposed to do. So, so that's kind of how that played out. That's really cool. And it kind of just happened, you know, a little bit organically too, with you uh, joining Cascarabri. So was it a little bit of like a, a learning curve or challenge to, you know, do all the guttural, you know, harsh vocals, you know, throughout the entire songs? It was, it was because I learned their full set of that first evolution of evil album. And I remember the first couple like rehearsals, the amount of breath power that it takes to do false chord screaming. Oh my goodness. I'd be like almost passing out. Um, and that was just building more and more breath power throughout this. And then kind of getting thrown into my first tour really solidified everything for me, being able to sustain my voice doing that correctly and to where it wasn't damaging my voice at all um, for over a month of shows um, probably was the best thing for me, honestly. <laughs> oh, definitely. I mean, anything to strengthen your body. I know, you know, it's slightly, uh, you know, different with, you know, doing like vocals and stuff. So you have to, you have to change, you know, your body and how, you know, you have to build stamina and stuff for that. But yeah. I'm glad you stuck with it. Obviously, uh, you know, obviously five years later, you're still, still doing it and yep. uh, I, I would assume it's probably progressed and gotten easier since then yes right yes it has covid took it away a little bit i mean i was still practicing over covid but there's nothing that compares to like being on stage and doing it so oh, oh obviously you know stage obviously if you're touring you're doing it you know more frequently and stuff so yeah you got the stamina, you, get, you know, you got the um, the energy level and stuff. So COVID obviously changed some stuff, but I'm glad you guys are obviously back. You've been on tour and you got the new album uh, uh, released now as well. Yep. So before we get to talk about the new album, so I talked, we talked about this a little bit, uh, you know, in Michigan Metal Fest that in October, you guys are going to be part of Tennessee Metal Devastation Music Fest. Uh, yep. So how was that? Did a portal of hell open up? <laughs> it did it did um it was a blast i like we couldn't have asked for a better show turnout day um anything at that show at that festival and it was just wonderful the amount of support that everyone attended had still blows me away um us, the, the guys, we have a band chat. We are, we are talking about that show still every day. Um, we just got a few pictures back even of um, our our road crew guy, Alex, came up and, and took some pictures of us on stage and, and the crowd. And it was so crazy. It was a very surreal moment. Um, it was very, very cold that night. But it was, I, I will forever remember that day. 
Well, right. I'm very glad to hear you guys had a really great time. You know, from what I've seen, what I've heard, the whole festival as a whole was, um, you know, obviously very well uh, received and a bunch of people were there as well. So I'm glad uh, everything worked out very well. And um, I didn't see any angry uh, mobs of pitchforks around. No, only only one altercation that night. So so luckily um, it was taken care of very quickly. Um, it scared the crap out of me, but it was taken care of very quickly. And Raven and Zach, who put that on, they their work, and that just showed the whole day that it went by. It went on so smoothly, um, and it was it was wonderful. Well, I'm glad to hear, and glad to hear that the situ- situation was taken uh, taken care of very quickly. Obviously, Metal Devastation Radio, very professional guys. I've had the opportunity to meet them as of you. Yep. Um, really professional, and I know they would. Uh, everything they do is very uh, high caliber as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I'm I'm glad uh, no pores of hell opened up either at the uh, the music festival. But <laughs> uh, to to go along, so obviously that was part you know one show part as part of your Blood and Bla- Blasphemy tour uh, as well. So how was that tour with um, Summoner Circle? It was so fun. Um, we could not have asked for better tour mates and them and both musicians and people being able to watch them night after night perform and how theatrical and just the caliber of musicians that they are um, was a treat. It really, really was. And we, we had so much fun going, especially down in the South. Um, all the boys bought cowboy hats and thought they were hilarious uh <laughs> and we had we made a lot into our memories on that one. Oh, right on so you, you were, were were they hilarious in the cowboy hats you didn't sound too amused they they kept trying to get me to wear one too and i did not want to but they all did and it was pretty funny i think uh they're so they're from tennessee and they gave lessons to our drummer on accents and and various sayings um, down south. And I think I have that on video somewhere. So that'll get posted eventually. <laughs> oh, I, I definitely want to see that because that sounds very funny. Yeah. Uh, d- does, your, does the drummer still, uh, ha- you know, does he retain those sayings even uh, when oh, you're back yeah. home now? Yeah, in our band chat every day. And I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, the most memorable one was after our show in new orleans and we were sitting out in front of the venue and they're just back and forth <laughs> it's re- it was really funny <laughs> oh man that it sounds really great really great and i'm glad you guys had a very fun tour with uh some of summoners circle uh so you know you kind of already i was, I was going to ask what moments stood out but you already kind of listed some so but I, i'm glad everything was uh very fun for you guys yeah it was a blast so that you know, since so you guys you, you went on tour with Summoner Circle, so I know that was a, a couple weeks. I want to say about two, two or three weeks. I want to say about. Yep. Uh, so for you, like, who are some bands you really want to tour with that you haven't yet? That we haven't yet. Oh, that's a good question. Um, I'd love to tour with Gorgatron. Um, there are so many bands. Um, our friends in Squidhammer that are also from Wisconsin. Um. People that I haven't. Well, I'm going to count it because we only got three dates with the guys in WOR. Um, and I'd like to do a full tour with them, definitely. 
Um, so there are three I loved for with filth. We unfortunately missed out on that opportunity. So I'd love to make that happen. Um, and jungle rot is a huge one for me. Um, it is, it is our goal to do a tour with jungle rot. So hopefully that happens. <laughs> I hope it does. Cause they're badass. Jungle rot yeah. is awesome. And yeah. with you, you guys on tour with them, like sign me up. Like I would see that. Yeah, they show us a lot of love and they are very supportive of us um, and vice versa. We adore them. So I really want to make that happen in the near future. I, I hope it does because, again, like I would love to see it. I know I, I could there, – there's tons of people who would also – so somebody make that happen eventually because yeah. I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so how – like for you, how do you prepare for tour? Like um, is there any – like? How do you prepare to go on tour, especially for like two or three weeks? Sure. So there's a couple different things. Um, a lot of the prep really falls on Corey and myself or bi the business ends of things. So the merch orders, all of that, um, making sure we have all of the right things that we have in inventory. Because um, our merch is pretty extensive. Um, so making sure we have everything goes into that. Um, and then otherwise, like as a musician preparing, I start about three weeks before the tour and I start performing the set backwards. Um, and I do a few, add a few song or add a song every few days. And that was suggested to me by uh, Mary Zimmer um, from Voice Hacks, uh, who I took lessons with. And that just kind of gets my voice ready for, for doing it every night. And then I just make sure I have all of the things um, health-wise that my voice needs on tour. I have tea. Um, I have a little portable nebulizer that I bring just to keep everything moist. And, and other than that, it's making a lot of lists um, of things to remember to pack. Um, and yeah, that's, that's kind of how we prepare. We, we rehearse since we are all, um, not really in, in the exit, we're all in the Midwest, but we're not like right all together. Uh, we all practice pretty separately and then get together a few days before tour and kind of knock it all out and prepare. Right on. There's obviously a, a lot for you to take care of. I, I, I actually, I didn't think of like the business part of it, but that's a huge part of obviously going on tour. I know you and Corey handle a lot of that stuff. So to do that, plus obviously prepare yourself for the music wise as well as to perform. Definitely. There's a lot that goes on to a tour that I don't think a lot of people actually see. Yeah. We own our van too, the van that we tour in. So getting that already is another, like Corey usually takes care of that, but that's a, another added thing. Like this last tour, we found out we needed to drop like $800 the, the week before tour. And we're like, all right, <laughs> this is what we do. <laughs> so yeah, a, a lot, a lot goes into it. Oh, definitely. And I know like I was 800 right before tour. Like, oh, that's, you know, not a, not a great thing the week before to hear. It was not, it was not a great thing. <laughs> but I know obviously it's got to get done. You guys got a tour. So obviously that stuff has to get taken care of. So for you to go on the performing side now, do you have a favorite song to perform live? I do. Um, I really, really enjoy playing Return to the Sky 
live. And then I also enjoy like worm food. All of them are really fun that we have in this set right now. Um, but those two are my favorites. Before that, uh, I loved playing Blood Bathory, which was before me. But it's still just like the reaction from the fans was so great with that song. So that was fun. But yeah. Return to this Return to the Sky is actually uh my favorite song by you guys. So I'm, yes. it's it, it's just fun. It's just it, it it's, is it's got a great like it's got a great riff to it, a great groove to it that it's a it's a really cool song. Yeah. Yeah. That one that one was my my favorite um it was my favorite when I wrote it lyrically and then putting it to the music and like doing that around it, it, I hated it. Um, because we had to like work around weird timing and stuff. And then finally it clicked once I recorded it. So, and then it became my absolute favorite. All right. I'm glad you obviously got everything worked out. Cause the song obviously sounds amazing. Thank uh, you. So the odd time signature is always always an issue to work around obviously yeah time signatures hope everyone is enjoying my conversation with megan from casket robbery we have to take a quick pause from the action and hear a word from our friends at haunting abaddon cold chills when there's no breeze sounds you can't explain foreboding feelings of dread Sheer horror. This is Haunting Abaddon, an original podcast from Epilid Media featuring stories of the paranormal, demonic possessions, poltergeists and hauntings, and all things that will scare the hell out of you. These things do more than go bump in the night. The new album, uh, Rituals of Death, currently out right now on all the streaming platforms. So how was it, you know, you already kind of talked a little bit with Return to the Sky, but how was it writing and recording this album? Because I know, obviously, a little bit of a gap between, you know, obviously, albums for Cas Casket Robbery. Um, it was one of the best experiences and equally worst experience. Like, a lot went into this. Um, and it spanned time that was really strange and a lot of things happened during it um throughout covid and even me personally going through a lot of stuff the last the last two and a half years um it came out in this album and then through covid we had decided that um we wanted to re-record it even so we did that and it's and it it turned into this amazing thing that I'm, it's still pretty surreal that it's out now. Um, it's a very strange feeling. I'm, I'm so excited that it's finally out, but, but it's really weird that, I mean, we've held on to it for a while and there was a really, really long time between that last EP and us releasing music. So it's, it's really important to us, you know, with everything that's happened the past few years to continue to release music, um, sooner <laughs> so we uh we're working on stuff already even i have just just a list of things and lyrics in my phone that are just ready to go so yeah 
Well, I'm glad that, you know, obviously the new album's out uh, and it's got a ton of great feedback and support. I've seen, obviously, multiple people sharing about it, album reviews, all of this great stuff. Me personally, I very much enjoy it. I think for um, Cassie Robbie, I think this is the strongest material you guys have put out to date. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, uh, the, the reviews and the outlets that have picked it up so far and the things that we've been getting lately, um, I think have blown all of us just completely away. Uh, the support from all of our fans on it and everything. I mean, Corey and I spent, I think the past week and a half, like packaging up all of the pre-orders and we were overwhelmed at times just being just us two putting together everything, but we could not have asked for a better release and it's still going. So um, it's, it's wonderful. There's still stuff that we even just got wind of that we're not allowed to share yet that uh, we're looking forward to. So it's been, it's been really wonderful. <laughs> oh, it definitely has just seen you guys. I know uh, obviously you know, the first uh, single, Worm Food, to now having the complete album release, plus uh, some really cool for you guys. Metal Injection picked it up before the release date as well. So how was that, like, how was that feeling? It, it was crazy. Um, it was so crazy. We had that. We had Decibel pick up the video. Um, we got the the message from them, and the the support is just just blowing us away. We're so excited because... I mean, we all we all work really hard. Corey is honestly the hardest working musician I have ever seen. Um, and maybe it's because I see it day in and day out. But there's no way that this band would be where it's at without the amount of hours and effort that he puts into this um, behind the scenes with literally everything. So um, it's nice to see some of this... Uh, complimenting all of the work that he's done and that and the goals that we have as a band so hoping hoping this uh helps us keep pushing you know, i hope it does too because as i said this is to me the strongest music you guys have put out the whole album very solid i didn't when i was listening to it like i didn't skip any songs i was like it just flowed so nicely with each song and i know Corey and and yourself you guys put a lot of effort into the music side plus the business side and handling all that like i i saw when i saw you guys michigan metal fest like how much effort and work you guys put in just for setting up obviously of your merch tent and uh, preparing for the show and all that you guys put a ton of work in thank you thank you yeah we it it's a lot but it, i mean it's it's just it's so worth it so Definitely, for for sure. And I know I've featured a couple of the songs on my show. I know Joseph has featured a couple of songs on Brutal Block as well. But for anyone who hasn't checked out Rituals of Death, like what can they expect musically and lyrically? Um, you can expect to be surprised. I think it's not going to follow your traditional uh, death metal sound. We we kind of like defy you to to you know marcus as death metal and then listen to this next track and we're gonna throw in other elements and things like that i tried new things vocally um and we there's there's just so many elements it's it's been really fun reading reviews about what people think our genre is 
Um, it's been interesting on this one because everyone really is starting with death metal. They're like, yeah, this is, this is death metal. But then adding in those like groove, those core, those doomy elements, um, are really fun. So I think, I think you can expect to be surprised <laughs> and, and, and that's probably the biggest thing. And, and that it's, um, someone wrote that it was really easy, accessible death metal and i i like that um i like that people want to listen and can't put it down that that is the biggest compliment oh it it, it definitely is and i definitely concur with that as well because i listened to it the whole way through without you know without you guys stop you know break it up but like i was like i want to keep listening because you guys definitely explored uh some different elements in music you know i i just say it's metal because i don't know i don't get too technical with yep. you know the terms and all that stuff but you guys did throw in some different elements in there. That's why I think you guys are really progressing with the sound of Casket Robbery. Yep. For sure. Uh, so, but also one really cool song off the, the album that I very much enjoyed and you guys actually did a music video for was uh, Postmortem. So how was it uh, filming the music video? Oh, it was so much fun. That, that day was great. And that video came out so well too because how it was shot but also where we shot it um we got hooked up with this old very haunted um schoolhouse about 20 minutes from our house and they actually have like paranormal investigators coming in and doing stuff and it's it's uh these guys that are like uh, remodeling everything to make it an actual haunt so there are haunted like the whole first floor is like haunted rooms and stuff and like a haunted house but i mean it's actually really haunted so uh we did an investigation after we shot the video and it was so fun because one of the rooms was like an autopsy room and it kind of just we used certain things Corey and i went around picking things i had a very very particular vision for this song that i needed followed to a t um i even got very picky on like the the original um first drafts of it that came back so it was so fun it was really cold that day but it was really fun that that's really cool like you know filming actually a, a haunted uh school schoolhouse now was it like some different energy you know in the building yeah yeah, you can definitely play off all of that. Um, we love going out there, too. I mean, Corey and I were just out there the other night. Um, and they just, they have something really cool. They have really big goals for that place. And I think they are going to attain them with just everything they've brought so far. But, yeah, the energy there is like nothing else I've ever felt. And it's all, and it's good energy, too. It's not like you don't, you go in there, like, terrified. No, for for sure. And I know uh, I really really enjoyed the music video, you guys. You had some really different shots. And I know to me, like when I first started listening to, especially with like the um, just the spoken word intro, like the the beginning of the music video, like I was like, oh, this is pretty eerie. Like you know, give me a little bit of chills. I was like, I like this. This is different. Yes, that's my favorite part. <laughs> well, it, it definitely um, definitely stood out to me. And like I, usually when I listen to music or like watch music videos, I don't get that kind of feeling. So I was like. We're on to something good here because yeah. it's different. So that, that's really cool. I'm going to leave a link for the music video in the description of this podcast as well. 
So as I'm wrapping up this interview, I a very challenging question. I haven't asked people. I've started to bring this back because uh, I know it's a little bit challenging. But uh, for you, what has been your most favorite moment from your musical career so far? Oh, that's so hard because it, it changes I told, a I lot. I did say ahead of time. <laughs> and there's so many different um so many different things that have happened along this that have uh, stood out, like us us playing the Viper Room in in LA or opening for Cannibal Corpse and stuff. But actually, when I when I think about it, and recently when we played the Tennessee Metal Devastation Festival, um, we don't get a whole lot of chances to play all ages shows. And that happened to be an all-age show. And there were so many children and, like, young adult, like, teenagers, too. And one teenager in particular came up to me. I, I took pictures with a bunch of them that night that I – they're all over my Instagram now. But one in particular came up and said, you are my goal. And I want to be that. And that took me completely off guard. Um, and it was just so humbling. Um, and so exciting that there is a, a younger generation that is getting exposed to this music and that I can be a, you know, show representation of this music and and everything that it, it can be done. And, you know, and just it, it really kind of took me aback and I won't ever forget that. It sounds like a, a really cool moment, especially to inspire like the um, the upcoming generations and to show them a uh, really great, as you said, really good representation of of the genre. Uh, I think that is that is really cool and a very unique experience. Yeah, yeah. I I I wrote about it a, a little bit ago, but it, it's just that has stuck with me. The amount of I think I made a post even the even the, the kids that were there that day just it, it was really wonderful that that they have that experience and and seeing our genre of music and how loving everyone was <laughs> for the for the genre that we all we all perform i know uh, and i know that uh obviously the, the metal genre and sometimes music in general gets a little bit of a uh, negative reputation but i think it's really starting to turn around and people like you know i've been to some great metal shows and like everyone's just so cool a lot of love and there's not you know not like what a lot of people assume metal shows are going to be about. Yeah, so much love. There's just so much love. And and it's really fun. Like, we said it so many times touring with Summoner's Circle. You know, the theatrical, you know, thing that they do to some people. And, you know, through the the, the zealots that were very scared of this, this show coming to this town. And touring with them, they are literally the biggest teddy bears in the world um they're they're so sweet and kind and and we try to be you know that way too and i think that more people are learning that that's that's an actual thing but people fear what they don't know and until you know you know we're we're kind of scary <laughs> <laughs> but i i got to hang out with you guys in person as well and yeah. uh, obviously you guys are really, really cool really nice but yeah there's that you know that fear and obviously of, of just the unknown obviously you know uh you know some people just based off looks and stuff but i know as we kind of talked about in the previous interview like you know the the news sometimes doesn't uh give people much uh they kind of just give a one-sided 
approach to yep. uh, metal music. Yes, very true. But I, I really appreciate uh, you sharing that really great story. I'm glad uh, you had the opportunity to share that because that, that was really cool. Like even for me, like that is really cool to hear that you had that great experience at, uh, at the music festival. Yeah, absolutely. So as I'm wrapping up this interview, uh, what are the plans for casket robbery for next year, 2023 coming up very fast? What's it is more? coming up fast. Um, so we have one more, um, localish like Midwest local show this year. Otherwise next year, um, we've got one, two tours ready to go. Um, so far, and that's pretty early on in the year. So we'll be amping up to, to tour off of this album to get writing on this next one, which is what we're going to spend the next month and a half kind of doing as well. Um, and then just, just get on the road as much as possible, um, right now and get out to everyone. That was my favorite part of this tour was finally after two and a half years, seeing everyone and hugging everyone again. So, um, getting back on that, that kind of upwards trajectory that we had before COVID and, and getting back um, and showing people that we are back. Oh, oh definitely. You know, live music coming back very strong now. And I'm glad uh, you had the opportunity, obviously to tour, but also to meet everybody. Um, I'm glad you, you guys are getting an opportunity and more to come for next year as well. Absolutely. So last thing, if anyone's interested, where can they find Casca Robbery online? You can find us absolutely everywhere online on all of the social media platforms. We make it a big deal to talk to everyone on those and to be accessible on all of those. I've even started streaming on Twitch a lot lately, um, playing a lot of video games. So that's fun. But you can find all of those links at casketrobbery.com. Very good. Very good. I will drop the caskerobbery.com link in the description as well. Please check out stream support. Give a like to Casket Robbery. New album, Rituals of Death, currently out right now. Megan, always a great time chatting with you. Thank you so much. It was so great. Thanks for having me. Of course, for Megan of Casket Robbery, I'm your host as always, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for watching. This is Super Cool Radio. And remember, stay frosty. <laughs>